0: Hey guys, this is Talk Time with Hope. I am Hope, let's do it, let's get to it. Today is a beautiful, sunny, albeit extremely hot day. Hence the reason I have been inside in AC pretty much all during the day. Um, I have taken a day off, which is Saturday, June the 6th. Yes, June the 6th. And I I did not have an audio episode last night or an episode rather uh yesterday because it got to be too late and I was hanging out um with a friend and it was just you know it just got time got time 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 got away from me if you will again um but considering that I thus far and <laughs> don't have a huge following I think you guys can forgive me um but I no, no really do. I, p- I apologize. Even if there's nobody really listening to me, I kind of like having a schedule of doing an episode every day uh, until the season is over. Obviously. Um, this is episode 16. So I've got a couple more before I end the season uh, of season two and take a one week break from chatting to my smartphone to you guys out there. uh what's going on what's going on i hope everyone is staying safe and staying healthy and i'm going to talk about a couple of things i noticed uh, i don't know about you but are the people on your facebook really your friends or are they just people that have popped back into your life uh, after you haven't seen them for like ever but you really don't know them Like there are people that are on my Facebook who are actual friends that I've spent time with, that I've gotten to know through the years, who I've kept in touch with through the years. And who I stay in somewhat close contact with in the present. But then there are a lot of people that I've met through the years from like teaching in Saudi, from when I was in the military, in the Navy, in the army, and then some from way back when, when I was in high school. Now I was in high school. I know, surprise, surprise. I know. I can't believe it either. It was 30 years ago. So a lot has transpired in those 30 years. I mean, knowing somebody today as a well in my ages of an adulthood, an an adult is not the same as knowing somebody way back when when I was a teenager um, it's just the circumstances are different like you think you know somebody you think you you know that's your friend or your BFF but you really you know don't you, you don't know that person because that person was who you knew when you were in high school and in the sense and in the ways that you knew each other in high school are different than the way you know you know each other as adults when you're in high school you have high school things you deal with and you might not even be very transparent uh, about the things that are going on in your life when you're in high school with people that are you're not very close to so these are more like classmates that are acquaintances uh, rather than when you grow up and, and you're in adulthood in the adult world and it's same, same thing as like colleagues so, you know you know your colleagues because you share time with them at work and in whatever capacity uh, that you know them in but they didn't really know know you in the sense of how really good friends know you so the, the reason that i'm saying this is because on facebook you know it's like oh yeah i've got so many friends like um, honestly my brother has over four thousand friends on his facebook and i don't know if i've touched on this on a previous episode but I don't have four, nearly nowhere, even near four thousand people on my Facebook friends, uh, Facebook that are my friends. I have maybe over seven hundred. Yeah, think about that. Seven hundred people are on my Facebook as my friends, but are they really your friends? I know they're not my friends. I don't really know them. They're people that I've just gotten in contact with or met through the years, through different times in my life, but. As far as like actual friends, that word is used so loosely when it comes to Facebook friends. Um, Because here's what has been happening and it's been happening for a long time, but I'm just starting to see more of it now with um, this movement with Black Lives Matter, this movement with the death of George Floyd, this movement of the, um, uh, the, the way that people of color have been treated unjustly for a very, very, very long time. Um, I'm starting to see that people don't agree with that. And when I mean people, I mean white people. Um, I'm about as... uh, In some ways, I'm very colorblind, guys, because I, I, I don't... I didn't grow up in a in a Hispanic family where you know we spoke Spanish all the time and you know we listened to hono music you know the, the typical uh, um, stereotype of, of of what Hispanics are because I wouldn't really categorize myself as Mexican because um, my mom's side is Native American and my dad's side is more of Spaniard and we're still s- discovering more about my dad's side also um, I, I I know that I'm brown. And I know that people are of different colors, but I really try to think of people as looking at them as for who they are and how they treat people more than than who they are as a color, as a person of color or even, you know, Caucasian. Um, and without stumbling across what I'm trying to say even more, um, I don't understand why people who are Caucasian, who are white, are still not understanding and not wanting to see what the whole black lives matters is about um when there are things out there there are diagrams there are pictures there's memes there 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 ted talks probably about like what is this movement about why are people saying black lives matter and you know instead of saying all lives matter instead of saying white lives matter um, and so it's, it's it's kind of frustrating because I'm trying to explain it in a way that it makes sense outside of my brain I'm a very emotional person I, I love people and I may be sometimes hard because you know I was in the military and a correctional officer and there were jobs that I had to learn how to be hard but at the end of the day hope is a very emotional sensitive person and I sometimes feel the, the weight of the world and I, I, I think about what's going on in this world and I think about the hurt you know that's just just continues to go on and and i just think it's sad i don't have to be a, a black person to know that that black people are being treated wrongfully i don't have to be uh a, um a Muslim to know that Muslims have been treated badly. I don't have to be a Jew to know Jews have been, bad, been hurt badly. I can still have empathy and, and have emotions for how, what they've gone through and the hurts that they've gone through and the Native Americans and how their land was stolen from them. I hurt thinking about all these injustices that go on in this world. And I don't have to be one of those people to feel that way. I think that's why we're all God's children that at the end of the day we're a part of the human race and I, and I, and it hurts me and it angers me that there are people out there who don't want to see that, who, who choose not to think like that, see things like that, feel like that. They all want to make it like, oh, what do you mean Black Lives Matter? All lives matter. And nobody is trying to say that all lives do not matter. Nobody's trying to say that white lives don't matter. Of course they do. But let me tell you, I have some friends that I love my friends, but one time years and years ago, it was uh, we were celebrating Black History Month and one of my friends innocently, ignorantly and I love my friend. I love her so much. But she's a white girl and she said, "Well, I'm, you know, you got You got, uh, you know, Black uh, History Month. You've got, you know, Hispanic Heritage Month. You have this month. Well, what about us, white people? When are they going to make a a month for us? And I just wanted to like, what? You've you're kidding, right? You you got to be kidding me because the way I see it, every day is your day. Every day is celebrate White People Day. We have to have Black History Month and Hispanic Heritage Month in other uh, months to celebrate people of different races because they're the ones that were just you know disproportioned you know treated disproportionately they were the ones who you know have had to fight and stuff like that like i i really was flabbergasted that my friend made such a comment you know So when I see somebody on Facebook who is, you know, tries to say, you know, here's a picture of a white man and here's a picture of a black man. And this white man was uh, his knee, his back, his neck was pressed on by a cop for 15 minutes. And even the cops laughed at him and uh, he died or something like that. And then there's the black man who's George Floyd and his neck was pressed on for, what, nine minutes and the whole world went crazy. That's actually what my facebook quote-unquote friend put on facebook to try to justify where's the protesting for that person uh injustices happen to white people all the time too but nobody's crying white lives matter and here's my thing folks here's my thing nobody is negating that there are injustices that are happening to people that are white that are injustices that are happening to people that are brown that injustices that are happening to people that are native american that injustices are happening to people that are of the female gender of the lgbt community community. Nobody is saying that none of that stuff is happening. We'd be fools to say none of that is happening. What we're trying to say, what the people all around the world, in Canada, in London, and other places are trying to say is what is going on with how blacks continue to be treated far outweighs how other people are being mistreated. One is being worsely treated, worsely treated than all the others. It doesn't take away from the fact that people are still being treated unfairly that aren't black, but the people that are black have to live with this fear of in their own country of being you know making sure that they're on their p's and q's so they don't get uh somebody calling on them because they're bird watching in the park in New York, and some white lady is like, "Hey, this is a black man, and he's going to hurt me, so you send the cops now, or black people are barbecuing, and a white person has to call the police because they're being too loud. You don't see those things happening to people that are white. You don't see those things that are happening to people that are brown. You don't see those things that are happening to people that are women. And if you do, they're not nowhere near to the degree of what's going on with people of color, particular black people. You don't hear of uh, uh, mothers raising their white sons to go, okay, you know, you need to be careful and you don't give those cops a chance to do anything to you. That is going on with those that are black. I'm not saying the injustices are happening to not happening to others i'm not an idiot i'm not a fool i'm not that ignorant and i can be ignorant in a lot of things but the thing that really gets me guys is that people are saying that they're even they're just they're not wanting to see the reality the truth of the injustices that have been continued to continue to happen to those that are black there's never—I don't remember a time where people that were white had to drink from separate bath, separate waterfall fountains than other people. That—that that was the black people. The black people had to get their food in the back. The black people had to get drink from a separate waterfall. And the black people had to go to different schools. The black people had uh, to worry about being lynched. The black people had to worry about being raped from their masters. The black people had to worry about if they're even seen talking to a woman that's white, they are going to get possibly uh, beat and lynched and tar feathered. That didn't happen to the people that are white in America. Why? Because the people that are white have always had the power and the dominance. And yeah, that's why we don't have a celebration for white people. You know, Caucasians, you know what I'm saying? They're every day they get a, they've always had the freedoms of living their days. Now people might say, well, what about the poor people? Well, yes, we know about the poor, but who are the majority of the poor people? Let's think about what are the, what is, what is the, uh, major, who are the majority of those who are living in lower social economic status and that are going to schools that are poorly ran and poorly or poorly educating their people, those of people of color predominantly. And I don't know. It just, it hurts my heart guys. It hurts my heart that people can't just try to have an open mind and see from an outside's perspective of what it's like for those people who have been continuously mistreated. Instead, they're coming out and saying, oh, they're playing the victim and uh, other people of color uh, are getting treated badly too. And you can't, you know, just because there are a few people that are doing this. Well, it's not just a few people. And again, nobody is saying others aren't being mistreated or having injustices towards them we're just saying they're just saying we are all just trying to make it known that the it is very 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 different the ones that are being treated worse and have been treated worse and continue to be treated worse are those of color and until that stops they're going to be protest not riots Okay, they're going to be protests and they're going to be riots. But what I'm trying to say is the riots, the, uh, like the, the harming of police officers, and the harming of animals, the harming of innocent people, the, lo- the looting, the, the, the vandalizing, that is not part of the protest, nor it should be, nor should it be. And people are just piling them up and making them the same and they're not. And that is ignorance to me. It's ignorance. But it hurts my heart that people can't see it in any other way than what they want to see it. And people might argue, well, you're only seeing it in the way you want to see it, but I'm not trying to see it the way I want to see it. You think I want to see this? You think I want to admit that we have huge racial problems in America? The country that I love, the country that I served for in the U.S. military? I don't want to see that. I'd like to not see it. I'd like to say that that's untrue. But to say it's untrue is a lie. And is living in denial, to be honest, because this is this is the reality of what's going on in America, and what has been going on in America for a very very long time. There might be people out there that are trying to say they're the victims, but they're not the majority. The people that are of the color black want to be treated equally. They're tired of the history of their people coming from Africa to here, and the slavery. And the bigotry and the discrimination and the prejudice and the racism, the tired, you don't think they wake up wanting to live in in a society where they're treated equally, no better, no worse than anybody else. I'm a female. I want to be treated equally to my male counterparts, but I know that that's still not the case. In the military, it wasn't the case. In the real world, it's not the case. And in the, in the, in the, outside of the military, it's not the case. All over the world, that's not the case. Women are still not treated equally. Go to Nigeria and, and women are being raped at a high level. And their government is telling men, to try to think, try not to think about raping. And women, instead of being raped, they're called, you know, inhumanely assaulted. Like there's just atrocities all over the world. But just because we're saying there are atrocities all over the world doesn't mean we should discount the huge, over, overly loaded atrocities that are happening to people of color, particularly black here in America, and why they're on the streets protesting. Protesting is for a reason. It's one of our rights. And I lived in Saudi Arabia where, it's not allowed to pro- where protesting is not allowed. It is not allowed. Period. Full stop. So I'm happy to live in a country where protesting is allowed as long as for me personally, as long as it's done peacefully, not destructively. And so when I see people on Facebook that aren't really my friends, I don't really know these people. Do I really know them? Have I ever hung out with them? Have I even seen them in person in over a decade or two? No, but yeah, we're supposed to be friends on Facebook. See, all of these things bring out the worst in people and they bring out the best in people, I think. You start to see people's true colors and even though you try to do it respectfully, you try to do it educationally, intellectually, with manners, people are still going to get offended with what you say no matter how you present what you want to say to them. They're still going to see it as their side is right and my side is wrong. And I'm not even seeing it as my side is right and your side is wrong. I'm seeing it as if you can try to look at it in a different way and see that almost the majority of people that are arguing about Black Lives Matters are white. How does that not ring a bell? How does that, how do people, and there are people that are white that are woke, and they're like, come on guys, you do not see this stuff happening, you don't see the injustices, you don't see the wrongness in all of this? I know... I'm not the only white person who sees that. I'm sure the white people that are out there putting those, uh, uh, signs out there for Black Lives Matters that are out there protesting on the streets. I've seen so many different people of colors and a lot of them being Caucasian. They get it. They see it. And so when I'm communicating with somebody on Facebook and they choose to. To just say, oh, this is a farce, you know. Hey, George, my, George Floyd was not a good man. He was on drugs, and that could have accused, you know, his having COVID nineteen, uh, being on some kind of narcotic that could have help, uh, hurt him. And that, you know, the the man putting his knee on his neck shouldn't be at fault here completely because of all the other stuff that was happening. Oh, yeah, I think that guy was bad, and he shouldn't have done that. Blah 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 blah. blah. But 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 but. but. George Floyd is no martyr. He wasn't a great guy. And so we shouldn't be hailing him as a hero. And maybe people are saying that. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen anybody go, hey, George Floyd was an outstanding American citizen who did no harm and was flawless and he should be held as a martyr. You think George Floyd would rather be dead right now than alive? You don't think he'd rather still be here with his family and his loved ones? I mean, that's unfair for people to even say that i'm sure he didn't want to be held as some hero or martyr he probably knew of his errors ways of uh, flaws and whatnot he probably didn't want to tell people that he was a perfect person but let's just be honest why are you even bringing that up it's irrelevant the fact was there was a bad police officer who did a bad thing and now a man's life is lost and that should not happen. If he would have took his freaking knee off of his neck, and if he wouldn't have been all bravado, that man would probably be alive. And you know what? If he would have took his knee off of his neck and picked him up once he said he couldn't breathe and turned him over or whatnot, and he still died, because of what was in his system then you know that thing that would have been different guys everything would have been different but we'd never we'll never know because the man had his knee on his neck for almost eight to nine minutes and because he couldn't breathe and he said he couldn't breathe and the cop did not listen to him and he died right there he was pretty much dead he lost consciousness so for people to bring up George Floyd was no martyr. He was no good guy. And I'm not going to stand up for George Floyd. You stand up because he's a human. You stand against the injustices because he is a fellow human and he was wrongfully, wrongfully treated. And he died because of a bad cop. That's why we stand up for injustice. That's why we march. That's why we protest. That's why we say Black Lives Matter. And if there are white people or brown people that are being treated horribly, we stand up for them as well. Because when you stand up for injustices, you stand up for injustices for all. So justice will be served for all. Because what happens when we start holding these police officers accountable, then they will know not to do this for anybody, regardless of their race. And the whole world benefits. America benefits. People don't want to see that, though. And that hurts my heart. It hurts my heart. It does, guys. It does. It's just the sensitive me coming out. And I'm just so sad by that. I just, I just, I'm just so sad by that. Because I I don't have to be a black person to know that there are injustices out there towards them. I see it. I saw it when I worked in the corrections facility. When I worked in, you know, with uh, the jail. I mean, who are the ones that are mostly in the prisons? People of color. Nobody wants to say that. Nobody wants to talk about that. I worked in the prison system as a private correctional officer. And I just... You know, well, that's because they're poor and they steal and they, 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 they. Well, who are they? They're your fellow human beings. They're your fellow sisters and brothers. They're the If you believe in God, then your sister, they're your sisters and brothers, because God created us all. And there are a lot of people living in this world who were given a raw deal. They didn't ask to be born in this neighborhood, with parents that didn't have money, they didn't have a good education. I'm pretty sure. I may be wrong, but there are a lot of drug dealers out there who would rather not have gone into drug dealing. There weren't very many opportunities for them. Maybe I'm wrong. Hope. Maybe you're wrong. I don't know. But I just feel like they didn't ask for that. But they needed to make money. They needed to provide money for their family. And that was a fast, easy way to do so. But they weren't afforded the same things that other people were afforded because of their race and because of their socioeconomic status. Or, I don't know guys I'm just troubled I'm just hardened hardened and hardened, hardened. because these people that I've allowed into my on my Facebook page you know at the end of the day do we even really know one another or is it times like this that we really really learn who that person is that we allow into our social media realm? And are they really the people that you want to continue to have on your Facebook page, your social media page? Because I feel like that person that I was talking to today and all the people that were white, that were agreeing with her, probably isn't somebody that I would actually want to hang out with at the end of the day. And so why do I continue to have these people on my Facebook page? So there's like a lot of people that do like these cleansings of their Facebook page because they get rid of those people that really aren't wearing their job, that weren't really in their life. I tell you what, I have over, what, 800, 700, 700 people on my Facebook page, and I had a GoFundMe back when I was going through cancer, and the goal was to raise $5,000, and I barely got 2500 There were all these people that are supposed to be your friend on Facebook, and what, only a handful of them really even donated anything. I'm not bitter I'm not angry I'm just saying it's a, it's a fact it's a statement where were those people when you were going through one of the worst things in your life they weren't checking in on you that I have a friend that said she didn't even know I was going through cancer so like and I don't I'm not mad at her she, I love her actually she's one of my one of my longest dear friends that I've had for the longest time the longest time and she was going through her own trials and tribulations but it was really surprising that she didn't even know that I went through cancer a second time and she might she's not checking out my page and I guess I wasn't checking out her page to find out she was divorced my point being those people that we think that you know why do we allow people in our lives on social media when they're really not even somebody that we keep in touch with or we're really even close with and that we really don't even know I don't know. Maybe everything happens for a reason. Because now I know that this is what that person thinks. Thinks, and she's not willing to be open-minded to try to see it in a different way. That I guess I'm. There's no need for me to continue to even be Facebook friends with. You know. I don't know. People say, well, politics and all these things shouldn't divide us. Blah blah blah. Well, it's not about being divided so much as it is realizing who who is in our lives, even in that very weird way of Facebook, social media. And if they were not on my Facebook friends list, would it even matter? It's not like we really ever talk, this person in particular. And now that I've seen how she thinks and how she's not being willingly able to see what this movement of Black Lives Matters is, what this movement of, uh, of the death of George Floyd and all the others. And that's the thing, it's not even at the end of the day, yes, George Floyd has a big part of it, but I feel like he was the, the straw that broke the camel's back. It's just enough. It's enough. We don't wanna continue this cycle of injustices. It's almost like, okay, with mass shootings, how many more mass shootings are we gonna have before we start to say enough? We need to do something about gun control. No, I didn't say taking your guns away, just to let you know. I mean, gun control, controlling who gets the access to guns in our country. So we don't continue to have mass shootings and and all those other things that go along with people easily having access to guns. Enough, guys, enough. My heart is hurting. That's where I am today. I'm still smiling, I'm still hope, I'm still going to move forward and continue on with optimism and hope. Not just because my name is Hope, but because of who I am. <laughs> but I can still hurt and I can still be sad and distraught about how we're all supposed to be God's children and yet we're all so, so individually divided in some ways. So that's where I'm at today. So i hope you guys are doing all right i hope i'm not being too down and gloom but i hope no matter what that if you don't see why black lives matters the 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 movement of black lives matters is not just about only black lives matters then i hope you try to educate yourself there are so many things out there that can help you look at it not just um in a way that's just you know one sided, there are many things that can help you understand the atrocities have gone on. It took me to go to college to find out the horrible things that women have had to go through and other uh, things that I've learned you know about history. it It took me to go to col- going to college for me to be open minded more than I was. And I think we all should try to at least try. Try, try, try to see things in a different way. To be open to understand things that we've never understood or never been open to to understand or to see. Let's start to see things differently. I'm not saying I'm going to change your mind. I just want to open your mind and just try to see things differently. Because I know that's what I'm always trying to do as a lifelong learner. And I'm still learning, guys. And I always will continue to still learn. And I hope I always still continue to learn. But I don't know how I could ever see what's going on right now in the way that these people, who happen to be majority of these people, are white, see things. Uh, uh, I'm not going to talk more about this because it's been 30 minutes and I'm making up for yesterday not talking. So listen, keep smiling, keep hoping for a brighter future keep believing in optimism and in that this world will be a better place because i'm going to keep believing that even though sometimes i wonder if it's just getting worse but i'm going to keep holding on to faith and keep holding on to hope that the future will be better than what it is in the present because it is not a really great world right now we're living in crazy times guys but i'm going to keep hope alive and i and with that i say hope you're staying please be safe please be careful please be healthy and as we continue to open up around the nation uh, don't forget that we're still fighting a deadly virus all right as always god bless this has been talk time with hope i am hope i'll see you on the flip side and tomorrow i'm going to talk about i think i'm finally going to talk about why i went into teaching english as a foreign language and how i ended up in saudi arabia yep Yep. Yep. At least part one of it, maybe. (laughs) It's a long, long, long story. Uh, All right. Bye for now, guys.